0: don't know about you but I love honey we have we eat a lot of honey uh, in our house it's uh, I use it as a sugar substitute and it's just so yummy I mean and comfort food honey with uh, peanut butter on a sandwich is just the ultimate ultimate comfort food so uh, but honey comes from bees and um, bees are extremely important and I think that many of us forget how important they are so to tell us a little bit more he's back in the studio he was here last year reminded me that actually I was I was off with COVID so uh, I kind of remembered that, that I'd arranged this interview but Lawrence Kruger welcome back
1: Thank you very much, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. Come that.
0: a little bit closer for me to the mic there. There we go. Now, you, you reminded me that I wasn't here last time. I was in bed with COVID. So you got to speak to my, my, my colleague, Barry.
1: Absolutely. Are.
0: And I, I'm so pleased that you reached out again because this is such an important oh gosh, subject. Uh, bees are critical, if I can say that. Just remind us again, who is the Cape Honeybee Bee Conservancy and why?
1: So, Vanessa, the Cape Honey Bee Conservancy was started about four years ago. Um, by chance, a swarm moved into our garden. Mm-hmm. The swarm was relocated into a box. And then this passion started for rescuing bees. So, we deem ourselves as one of the SPCAs of bee rescues in the Helderberg. And okay. uh, we rescue a lot of swarms. We've mm-hmm. rescued over 120 swarms uh, in the Helderberg gracious, Basin. That's of which some have been in trees, underground pipes, you name it, and uh, only 40 have stayed with us. The rest we've Mm -hmm. all released back into nature. So that's who we are. We're about Mm -hmm. conserving the Cape honeybee.
0: Why is it so important that we conserve not just the Cape honeybee, but bees in general?
1: very important question you know bees pollinate 80% of our crops sure. and without bees Einstein said we've got four years to go on mm. earth so my logic would tell me I would rather have a bee around and mm. um, then not be around yeah and that's that's the simple answer to that question
0: so they're just they're critical to survival of mankind on the planet apart from all the other things environmentally that are going on bees are critical for our food full stop
1: absolutely you know there are a lot of plants or a lot of there are farmers out there which have self-pollinating plants but the bottom line of everything is why get rid of something that is so beautiful Mm. it's got such a a 4,000 year rich history right from the from the Egyptians up to now Why get rid of it? Um, And that is not our aim.
0: I'm always excited when I see bees bees in my garden. I think then, oh, yes, if they're coming into my garden, then they're happy to be here. And then there is something that they need, and they can get it in my garden. And so I'm always thrilled when I see bees. But I know that people are scared of them. What if you get stung and all that sort of thing? But to try and look beyond that, I think, is so important. In terms of the Cape Honey Bee Conservancy, since we were he- since you were here last, what has happened? What has taken place? What has transpired?
1: Well, wow, Vanessa, you know that's there's going to be a, a, lo- a very short answer to a long question, <laughs> but you know so many incredible things have happened. We've been involved with hospices, open gardens in October. Wow. Incredible privilege to be mm-hmm. there and just to be able to s- to chat to folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the privilege of awarding Somerset West Golf Course a Euro award. The first year award that I know wow. of in South Africa for them being able to save twenty bee swarms on that incredible Goodness, golf 20. course. Twenty. So Voter and his team are so incredibly dedicated mm-hmm. to conserving and saving. You know, that is so important. Then Stodels um, mm-hmm. we are we are the bee face of Stodles in their Feinballs mm-hmm. campaign been so privileged to to be part of Nick Stodel and his team mm-hmm. in all the Stodels nurseries. So yeah. there, there are so many. But the one that stands out mm-hmm. is hospice number one.
0: Ah, oh, it is, and I, I we, um, I I sort of went to a lot of the gardens on in hospice open day for the garden open. I'm getting my tongue all twisted. Yeah, the hospice open gardens event last year, and um, it truly was spectacular. So I'm so pleased that they that you were part of that because it just makes so much sense because you need bees in a garden. Now you talk about the swarms that that um that you you found at the golf course is do people phone you to say oh, what do we do now there's a swarm in my garden or there's a swarm here or there's a swarm there is that what you do, you come and you rescue those swarms
1: Absolutely. So we we get a lot of calls. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm part of a group of about 34 very dedicated um, beekeepers in the Halderberg that Mm -hmm. not all of them do removals, but a lot of them do. And that's exactly what we do. We Mm -hmm. go out there, we rescue them. All of us are are registered beekeepers. Um, we, We have got proper registration numbers via the Department of Agriculture and Fisheries mm. and that's what we go and do, we remove them to a safe place.
0: So the, I think the key here is instead of going to grab a can of insecticide because you're scared about the uh, scared of the bees, is to rather take a step back and consider what you are doing um, by trying to, to kill the bees and rather get somebody in like yourself to come and rescue them and I think that's exactly what it is, is to rescue them um, so that they can then continue doing what they they do, where do you take them to? that's uh, that's my next question, it's just like okay fine, we've got a swarm here um, you know, do we just park it off somewhere else or is there is there a, a, a plan with regards to where the bees go to?
1: Yeah, so we've, we have a dedicated plan and mm-hmm. we remove them to a few sites that we have across the Helderberg Basin which mm-hmm. are safe, secure, there's a lot of food for them, mm-hmm. we we really steward them on those sites and that for us is important, the survival of their colony, um, I did mention that we, we released 80 swarms yes that does happen and they just go back into nature where they where they go and flourish
0: and how big is a swarm can you can you quantify that um, in terms of the number of bees or not
1: you can Um, uh, you can't count obviously Mm -hmm. bees in a swarm but uh, but a fully fledged colony i would say could be up to fifty thousand bees in that box So so it's quite a number of, of bees, interesting fact: eighty percent of them are females.
0: Okay. okay so yes, yeah, women good. rule the and world, and they <laughs> work very hard. <laughs> they
1: work very hard. So that's that's just the interesting by wow. fact.
0: Okay. So fifty thousand. I was I thought you'd say a couple of hundred, maybe a few thousand, but fifty thousand. So up. it's it's so critical to keep them safe. I'm chatting to Lawrence Kruger. He is one of the founders of the Cape Honey Bee Conservancy. His son Dylan is sitting here in the studio as well, very quietly listening to. His his dad, but they and the two of you are a team, Lawrence.
1: Absolutely, we are. Um, we don't work without each other. I believe safety in numbers and mm-hmm. knowledge in numbers. You yes. know, Dylan has an amazing. Sense of plants and and nature's biodiversity, uh, biodiversity. Mm. So I really depend on on Dylan for that.
0: Wonderful, that's great. It must be wonderful as a, a father and son team to work with this. Anybody listening now, uh, we hear about the, the the swarms that you can come and remove, but how else can we help our bees? Is there something because? You know, people think, you know, what can you do as an individual in your garden or somebody with a small garden? How can we help honeybees?
1: Two factors, Mm -hmm. water and food. Okay. It's as simple as that. Um, Bees need water. So a a very simple thing would be a shallow dish. Um, Mm -hmm. You can float some um, bark in it so they don't drown. So they can actually stand on the bark and, and, you Ah. know, with their drink up the water Mm -hmm. and then food. Food at the moment is critical Mm -hmm. in South Africa and the Western Cape. Mm -hmm. There's not enough food to sustain our current bee population. There is not enough food.
0: So food would be flowers for nectar gathering am I understanding that correctly? Nectar and pollen gathering, correct. So anything that attracts a bee is good for them?
1: Yeah and we'd we'd obviously all like to go the indigenous route, Mm. we'd love to do that but you know, we all live in a world where that's not always possible. Okay. Um, so we, you know, we look at all these sources that, that mm. provide them different types of food through the year, and it should be sustainable through mm. the year.
0: So one can just go off to your uh, local nurseryman and find out, or even just Google which plants and flowers are good for attracting bees.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and listeners are welcome to contact us. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got knowledge on these things. Okay. We can pass our names. As I mentioned previously, Stodels have got their fantastic mm. balls campaign going mm. It's a wonderful initiative, and and go and have a look. You know, yeah. there are there are sources of these things that we can plant.
0: I've got a lavender hedge, and uh, I had to pull it out recently because it, it goes all woody and funny, and I'm always so sad when I have to do that because then I've got this these small little lavenders, but I get so excited because when they grow bigger, then it's teeming with bees, um, and it just makes me feel so good. What is the future, Lawrence, when it comes to looking after our bees?
1: I think. That is, again, a very big question with a small answer, and mm-hmm. I think the answer comes down to our children. Mm. It's educating the future generations to conserve these bees as much as possible. Now, Most of the colonies in America have died out, sure. and there are a number of factors contributing mm-hmm. to this. Um, educating our children. Uh, the city of Cape Town, I know, have, have instituted a beautiful education centre in the Alderberg Nature Reserve. Yes. It's something to build on, and For us as parents, we must build on this Mm -hmm. because Else we aren't going to have it one day. So our children, educating our children,
0: and rather to teach teach children that a bee is not to be feared but to be revered.
1: Absolutely, because and
0: I know it's not pleasant when you get stung. Um, My son got stung recently. There was a bee, can you believe it, lying on uh, the on the on the floor, on the tiled floor, on the way to the kitchen, and uh, he was walking and suddenly he just fell to the ground and grabbed his foot and he said, "I've been stung." And we said, "How impossible? It's like nine o'clock at night," and there was a bee, obviously either dead, or, but the, the stinger was still there. And he had been stung by a bee. And I can't remember when last <laughs> one of my children had been stung by a bee. But uh, I just said, you know, the, the, the to me, um, it's to not to fear them. That is the biggest thing.
1: Correct, 100%
0: correct. How can people get hold of you, Lawrence, <coughs> uh, if they want to know more, to attract bees into their garden, if they have a problem with a swarm, um, if they just want to know more, how can they get hold of you?
1: So I think it's important we've given you <coughs> excuse me, some of our details, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, please get hold of us okay. at Cape Honeybee.
0: Eps- excellent, we'll do that. Lawrence Kruger, Shame, are you okay there? No. <laughs> Got a bit of a frog in the throat there. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in this morning as well. Thanks Dylan for supporting your dad. And uh, just keep us yeah, keep us posted because this is really Wonderful. important for the environment. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It's a pleasure.